I was sitting here thinking about something. So I'm going to go ahead and throw a mental note in here. What I was thinking about was the rotational process of entry. It's like the same analogy as someone that goes only one way towards their home. And then when they turn around to go home, they use a different um, method to go home every single time. It's like that same analogy, except for you're just constantly rotating entrances. And it's a, it's not to confuse people, but it's more or less to align with the ability to know where people are at all times. The reason why I say this is because if you train, it's not training, but it's more conditioning, but it's kind of, it's weird how people say it. Coaching, training, conditioning, whatever you want to use, however you want behavior modification, however you want to throw it out there, okay? But if you teach your children to think on a different way, Okay, if you teach them to and I'm just going to let this just say you had two entrances to a building and on week one, we used entrance A and week two, we used entrance B. Well, if you just alternate the entrances and during the middle of the week and it doesn't matter what week it is, you see happen to see someone coming in to the opposite side that's not opened. It would let you know, hey, it might be just a student, but B, it would let you know that someone's there that's not supposed to be there. It's very hard to understand the movements of people. And you know what's weird? Trump said something about like technology. And I said, you know, technology makes sense because I was listening to him talking about the shootings and stuff like that. And that did make sense about the technology part, not necessarily the fencing part. I would never want to fence in the children. Um fences would not just hold out people it would keep people in and that's not necessarily a good thing placing limitations on life is not necessarily a good thing um but that being said it's not talking about having one entry and one exit it's talking about alternating your entrances and your exits so that you're never doing it it's it is an alteration of a method okay and the alteration of the method is basically stating that everybody that goes into a school usually goes in through the front door does that make sense so you just want to kind of make sure that the people that are coming in regardless of whatever door it is is the right, correct people to be coming in. Nobody should have ever gotten that close to the school, nor even gotten inside of the school, nor had the opportunity to be in there for so long that they could cause that kind of damage. There were so many failures and there are so many checks and balances that weren't used. And quite frankly, I don't want to say this, but the ineptitude that happened on the behalf of you don't want to blame people but ultimately it's not the police's fault it's not it's not the community's fault it's the person that bought the gun and pulled the trigger so you have to make sure that those laws that you are implementing right now are some of the most 
severe laws that you have ever implemented. I'm talking about if you go in and commit mass murder or mass, you know, mass that you're they're going to want to commit suicide because they're going to live their life automatically in this this state penitentiary or this federal I will fed time I heard is not that bad but state penitentiary I'd put him in the state penitentiary quite frankly um but I'd put him in the state penitentiary and let them rot but right there in the state penitentiary I wouldn't give people the capability if you had just stricter punishments on what's happening with people with the shootings if you cared a little less about the victim care a little less about the I don't want to say about the because I was going to say the victim, but he's they're not victims, but people portray them to be victims. The shooter is not a victim, but you so you cannot portray him to be a victim. You can't say he's just mentally ill and blah, blah, blah. You can't push that off. It, whether you're mentally ill or not, the laws of the land dictate and should dictate that when there is a loss of life to this magnitude that you have a definitive flat line straight across the board in every single state mandated, you know, life sentence. And for some states, I think if you put the death sentence back on board, I think we would have a lot less of this mess going on. I think you guys need to start thinking about things in a more simplistic type of form. It seems cruel in order to state that people should be punished by death. But that is exactly what they are doing to you. They are punishing the people in society by death. And no one should live in society with that kind of caliber. So either we come together and get counseling together. We come together and get modeling down. Because modeling is a big thing here. Modeling the correct mentorship. Mentoring is taking someone underneath your wing. Modeling is knowing that you're not, you're not taking anyone under your wings, but someone's watching you anyway. The behaviorisms, the way that you act within your environment. This young man did not get that sickness from not being exposed to something within his environment that made him feel that way. And sometimes it's 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 a physiological ramification from taking medications, perhaps meds you didn't never needed to be on, maybe you just needed someone to talk to you instead of putting you on those meds, you know, maybe you just needed someone to be there for you in any capacity that you could think how. While you're talking about doing all of these things, I would like you guys to think more upon up, about supporting the unknown. And supporting the unknown means you need to think about things from a different aspect. If, if I were to put my, my children into a school and I was not sure about the children that were in the school, I would want my children to know Who's in your classroom? Who's in your school? I would want, I would want, if this were my school, I would want, like there is here now, the leadership where you have 
they used to have, um, when they transition into school and they go from middle school to high school, they would have a, um, they would have a high school student come pick you up. Or when you got to, no, it was, it was middle school. They would have, when you went from, um, from, when my daughter went from her elementary school and she was transitioning into middle school, they would have someone that would come pick you up. And then by the time you get to high school, they kind of just let you go along your way. And I'm going to ask you guys, why don't you consider implementing a program that allows people to pick up on their on the lower on the lower end so meaning if i am a 12th grader i'm going to go back and pick up on a ninth grader okay or or if i am a 12th grader do you understand what i mean uh, a 12th grader that goes back and picks up on a 10th grader an 11th grader that goes back and picks up on a ninth grader because they have a couple years on them they're not right in front of them but it makes them still feel good and it allows a sense of, of, of completely interlocking your children together. And they really get to know the people within their school. And let me tell you something. It was just something as simple as um, going to meet them at the bus early in the morning. I'm going to meet you at this bus every morning to walk you in. So um, I believe that, say you had a program, something like that, conducive to that. And I'll definitely look into doing it, but... Yeah. It's an overlapping program that allows people the ability to interact with each other. And if you allow people the ability to interact in situations where they normally have no interaction, you're going to see that the odds will fare better for your children. So um, I started this out by talking about the NRA. I was talking about the way that parents, you know... um, should really pay attention to what's going on around their children. But I'm I'm really just putting this out as a mental note. So I have to really put myself in the realm where I'm I'm letting myself know that the only way that you can allow children to grow is by giving them the opportunity to interact with people that they normally would not interact with. To be exposed to different people and to be able to feel like they can create a sense of of um, friendship. Whether it's a study group, whether it's a like a study buddy program would do something like that. You know, but that would only work for certain people. But it would work. There are pe- there are a lot of children that have fallen through the cracks of our systems. There are a lot of people that have lost their lives because those children have fallen through the cracks. So all I'm saying is use love to fill the cracks. That's all. I think you're capable of doing it. All right, I'm signing out.